Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. On page Lamed Gimel, six lines from the top. <coughs> Similarly, is this true with emotions and intellect that only with the concealment of the of the higher level can you have the revelation of the lower level? It's known that the emotions are born from intellect. If a person thinks in his intellect about the goodness, how the, all the good qualities of a, about a certain person, then he's automatically born with an emotion of love to that person. And on the other hand, person thinks about how a certain person is a bad person or a dangerous person. He'll he'll be born the the they'll, they'll be born within his heart the emotion of fear from that person. Um, so emotions are born from intellect. The revelation of the emotion is only when the light of the intellect is not shining like it is in its essence and its intensity, its full intensity. The inner essence of the of the intellect is totally above the the level of the of motions. The essence of intellect is totally above the emotions. In general, emotions and intellect are two different, two totally different um, entities. Even though the birth of the emotions is from the intellect, nevertheless, they're still totally different, two different, separate entities. The main idea of emotions is relating to the other person. Even though emotions, you can say that they also are, you can talk about them, how they relate to yourself. Like we said before, that a person can love himself, have self-love. But the main idea of these, of these emotions, of emotions, is only to the other person. Loving another person, fearing from another person, having compassion on another person. However, on the other hand, how do you see that the intellect is totally in a different, separate identity from uh, emotions? The main idea of intellect is to intellectualize, to think about intellectual concepts to yourself. The main idea of intellect is really when you're thinking, you're sitting to yourself, thinking about deep concepts, and it's more more relating to just to, to who to you, how you are to yourself. But but you can the revelation of your intellect can also be drawn down and shown to another person, revealed to another person of all. But the main idea of the main idea of intellect is expressed um, when you're adjusting how you are to to yourself. That's the main concept of, of intellect. Uh, like we see, explained in another place, that actually when you have other people, it actually can, can get, actually disturb you from understanding a certain concept. You need to sometimes go totally into your own world and to think about the concept just by yourself to truly be able to reach the highest level of intellectualization, of understanding the concept, whereas emotions, their, their whole actualization, their whole 
idea of the emotions is only relating to how you have emotion on something outside of yourself. But the intellect is really fully activated when you're to by yourself. So it's understood automatically that it's self-understood that within the intellect there is a revelation of the essence of the, the essence of the energy of the soul in a very close way and in a revealed way, in a revealed way, because the intellect is something very essential into to oneself, and therefore it's a, a lot higher faculty, a lot higher soul power, for the just of the fact that you see that it's something which is only relevant to the person how he is to himself shows you that it's a very essential, very essential power, deep deeply rooted in the soul, and therefore it doesn't go out outside the person, doesn't relate to the outside world. So that shows you that uh, within the intellect shines the essence of the light of the soul in a very close way, in a revealed way. Much is not the case in the emotions. The light of the soul doesn't revealed, isn't revealed in the emotions in a close and a revealed way, being that and you see that the emotions, the whole idea of the emotions is to relate to the outside world. The fact that the emotions go out of the person, and they, they, their whole existence is just how they relate to the outside world, it shows you that they don't experience that intense revelation of the essence of the soul. If they would experience that, they would not be able to relate to anything outside the soul itself, whereas intellect just relates to how the person is, how the person is by himself. That shows you that it's a very close relation to the, very close uh, relation to the soul. And that's also the reason why the emotions are, in a way, of ispilus, excitement. And that any type of any type of excitement is only is only possible when you're when a person is far from from the matter. Uh, that's when you can say that you're excited about that thing when you're when you're far from it. But when a person comes close to that thing which he's excited about, he can't get all excited and riled up about it. He's he's already there. Um, so the fact that we see that the emotions get excited, or his intellect is very cold and very settled, um, shows you that the emotions, the essence of emotions, is they're far from they're far from whatever the thing you're being excited about, and also far from the essence of the soul. And therefore, there's this like, concept of being very excited and riled up in your emotions. Um, and that's why um, the, an intellect in essence is not in a way of excitement being that because when you when you're thinking when you're intellectualizing about something the idea which you're intellectualizing thinking about in your mind shines in your mind in a revealed way and therefore automatically you're very close to that thing and therefore, it's not possible, this idea of excitement, being excited about that matter. He's the opposite of excitement. He's he's, he's totally cleaved, totally connected um, to that idea which he's thinking about. The idea which he's thinking about in his mind has become totally one with him. He's unified, unified within his brain. And therefore, he's not excited about it anymore because he's not far from it. It's part of him. It's become part of his intellectual capacity. Um, whereas emotions, when you get they, the fact that you see that they get excited shows you that they that they relate to the outside world in a way which they do not become totally close to that thing. They do not relate to it, and they, the thing the thing which you're excited about stays removed from you, and that's why you get excited about it and riled up about it. 
because um, if you would be close to it, you would be excited about it because it's already there. You'd be totally connected to it, and that's why. And that's why in, intellect in, in the intellect, the essence intellect essentially does not have any excitement to it because when you think about something, the way the intellect relates to it is it becomes totally one with it. Um, and all the more so when we're talking about the inner core of intellect. That the inner core of intellect, when you get when you reach that level of intellect, they, whatever you're intellectualizing shines to in, in, shines within the person in a very intense revelation of And you also understanding the real, the essence, the deep logic behind this idea, the more, the, the, the the parts of this, the intellect, the parts of the parts of the concept which are a lot more spiritual and above just the entrapments of physicality, you're understanding the essence, the core of the logic behind a concept. That is the concept, which is not, not just the more external explanations and letters of the concept are shining within your mind, but now the essence, the essential logic of the concept. So when you have that, when you're relating to the essence of a concept with the deeper, more core part of your intellect, then it's an even more so that you're totally one with that thing and you're not excited about it. You're very calm and, and composed. When he's on that level of intellect, the core of intellect, the essence of intellect, and relating to the essence of the concept, the deep logic behind the concept, he obviously he's not in a way of excitement about it because he's totally one with it. Only in the more external parts of intellect that become enclosed within the garments of comprehension, then the idea, the intellectual concept is not shining to the person in a really in a revealed way. Um, then there is, he's, so to say, he's a little bit far from the concept and there can be, there can be possible to say the idea of excitement in, within intellect. Um, but this is only when he's relating to the concept, to the more external levels of the concept, to the levushe hasaga to the, the garments of comprehension, which are more the more external aspects of this concept, the explanations, the details, the analogies, the words that you use to explain the concept, when you're only connecting to that more external part of the concept and not to the inner logic behind it, then you're, so to say, far from the essence of the concept a little bit, and therefore it's possible to have a little bit of excitement in your intellect about it. the As it's known that the more that a person... The more that a thing comes in a in a grasped way, in a comprehended way within the within the mind, the more that the the concept becomes concealed, the more that you grasp it, it with it, the more that you grasp a concept and you comprehend it and all the details of the concept and all the explanations and the analogies of the concept, the more that the essence of the concept, the deep logic behind the concept becomes concealed. And then us, when you're relating only to the external parts of the concept, it's possible to have the intellectual excitement, which are the, which are the emotions within intellect. Because emotions are this idea of excitement, and the excitement within, within intellect is the emotions, how they are included within their source of the intellect. But even the intellectual excitement, you cannot call it the same type of excitement and being riled up that the emotions actually experience. It's a lot higher form of excitement, intellectual excitement. It's still within yourself. It's not as, and it's not as intense as the emotions experience it. And it's true, this is true with any intellectual concept. When, like when your person is dealing with understanding and learning about a, a, a law, 
a law in Torah. And the oimek kapanimis etam shalacha, and the deep inner core reason of that law. Ene shaychla lahamida hayyotei midvara alacha he dahinu aser muter chulu. He's not relevant. He's not the person at that point when he's thinking about the deep inner core reason behind the law. He's not connected at all to the emotion which comes out from that halacha, meaning to the conclusion about if it's is the is the thing which we're talking about. Is the law? Is it is it usur? Is it mutter? Is it forbidden? Is it permissible? If say it's talking about a piece of meat, and he's t- he's trying to understand the deep reasons behind, you know, what makes this meat uh, permissible, forbidden, all the deep reasons behind it, he's lost within the core of the concept here. He's not thinking about the emotions of the concept, meaning the conclusion of this concept, how it relates to actuality. Is it permissible? Is it forbidden? He's relating to the deep essence of the concept. He's not thinking about the emotions at all, which are more external. So any in any intellectual concept, um, you're very removed from the emotions when you're involved in the essence of the concept. He's, he's busy with the intellectual delving of the concept and delving into the intellectual core of the concept. Only in the, the more external parts of the intellect. Only when the meaning when the when the reasons and the explanations of the of the of the law come into a grasped way they become, they become grasped with, and comprehended by your mind by your brain in the in the garments of comprehension then a little bit you feel the mida the emotion behind this intellectual concept when you start relating to the more external parts of the intellect meaning the the reasons and the explanations. And the things which you can actually grasp within your intellect, then you can start relating to ah, what is the what is the ruling actually behind this halacha? Um, but nevertheless, you still are not able to actually make a ruling uh, about this halacha because he's still above the idea in this in, in this stage of in, of intellectualizing, of thinking about the, the explanations and the reasons behind the behind the halacha. He's not yet. Relating to the actual mida, the emotion, the the actual judgment of is this permissible or forbidden, he's still relating to the intellectual level of the concept, and therefore, even though it's still coming down a little bit, he's coming down to the more external parts of the concept, to the more explanations and the reasons behind it, which more relate to the actual. He could start thinking a little bit about the conclusion of of this intellectual process: is it mutter? Is it is it usher? But yet he's not yet he's not he's still within his intellect. He's in the world of intellect. Therefore, he cannot truly make a proper ruling yet because he cannot. He's still lost in the intellectual conceptualization of the of the of the halacha, the deeper logic behind it, and not yet to the conclusion. Of which is more related to the emotions of this is this is this positive or negative is this mutter or aser? Besides the fact that when he's still in the stage of thinking about the concept intellectually, even if he's relating to the more external parts of the concept, um, besides the fact that he cannot the 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 emotion of this concept, meaning what comes out of the concept, the conclusion. The emotional conclusion, is this mutter or is this usr? It's not recognizable yet when he's in that stage of intellectualizing the concept and he's thinking about the concept, even the external part of it. Meaning, it's not understood yet in a clear way how what will be obligated from this intellectual, from this 
uh, intellectualization of the concept, if he should permit it or forbid it, it's not understood clearly yet because he's still in the realm of intellect and therefore you cannot see how from this, from this thinking intellectually about the concept, how it, what's going to be the conclusion? Is it going to be uh, mutter or usr? Yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not clear yet on that level. Besides that, when you, the time that you're, you're involved with intellectualizing the concept, thinking it, you're, you're, you're in your intellect. You're above the whole realm of relating to a concept emotionally, which means thinking about it, uh, the conclusion of this. Is it, is is it going to be permissible or forbidden? <clears throat> so two things. When you're in the realm of intellect, you cannot, it's not yet recognizable in a clear way what the conclusion will be. And besides that, you're in a different realm. You're in the realm of intellect. And, and intellect is totally removed, a different, a removed, different um, entity to emotions, like we said earlier. And so an example for this, in, in a service of Hashem, when you contemplate godliness, and then when a person's like in the middle of prayer, or before prayer, and he, he's contemplating in a deep way, he's focusing on the greatness of Hashem, at the, at the moment when he's in the middle of this contemplation, even though in this contemplation is in the lower level of his intellect, their external part, in the more comprehension, in the grasping of the godly concept which he's thinking about, meaning he's thinking about the reasons behind it, the explanations, the analogies to understand this greatness of Hashem. He's related to the levels of godliness which can become totally grasped within his intellect in a, in a complete comprehension. In the parentheses, meaning he's thinking about this is obviously relating to the level of godliness which can which is relevant, which is able to come into a enclosed way, an internal way. And then meaning the level of godliness which is only relating to the existence of this the existence of the of the godliness, of the greatness of Hashem. which on those levels of godliness which are more more um, confined, more concealed more contracted, those are the levels of godliness which you are able to come to a real comprehension of. Like from the concept of from my flesh, I can perceive Hashem. When a person, so when a person is involved in the middle of his contemplation of godliness, um, even though he's relating to the lower levels of contemplation and the lower levels of the concept of the greatness of Hashem, he's relating to the level of godliness which he can really grasp in his mind, like the concept of, I look for my flesh, I perceive Hashem, that just like I see from my physical flesh, it has no life in and of itself. The fact that my hand can move and that my heart is beating and that my whole body is full of life shows me that there must be a spiritual entity which is in me giving me this life and a spiritual energy, that's the soul. So too, a person can perceive God in the whole world. The whole world is just like a goof godl. Is a is like a great big body. It has no life in and of itself. And the fact that we see that it does have life, like we said, like I said earlier, the planets move, vegetation grows, the world just looks alive. That shows you that there must be. It proves to you there must be a god. There must be a godly energy that is enlivening the worlds. So when a person is in the middle of a comprehension and he's thinking about the levels of godliness which he can really grasp, like I just said, these levels which relate to you. And you think about, wow, there must, there is an existence of Hashem within this world, and I can prove that to myself, and I, I got it in my mind. Um, <speaking in Hebrew> Nevertheless, 
even though he's really grasping the concept in his mind, there is not at all a excitement of the heart at that moment. Only the excitement of the intellect, because he's still within the realm of intellect, and as long as he's in the realm of intellect, he's not going to relate to emotions at all, because like we said before, they're two separate entities very far apart. So the excitement of the heart is only specifically when the the light of the intellect, the intensity of the intellect becomes becomes concealed. Then from the from the conclusion of his intellectual uh, of his of his of his intellectual contemplation of the greatness of Hashem, from that conclusion of that, that's what happens, that's when it's brought about the excitement of the heart. But as long as he's in the middle of intellectualizing, contemplating, using his mind to understand the greatness of Hashem, even if he's relating to the lower levels of the greatness of Hashem, he'll not, he will not be able to relate emotionally to this concept. He has to stop from that and step away from the intellectualization of the concept, the contemplation, and think about the conclusion, how this relates. The conclusion, what does this mean? of all this greatness of Hashem, what does it mean? What is the conclusion from it? And when he gets to that conclusion, when he's not in the middle of contemplating in his mind now, now we can start to move to the world of emotions and have emotional excitement. As it's known from the idea of the Meitzar Hagorin, the constraints of the throat, which is between the, between the brain and the heart, there, is, there exists this idea of the constraints of the throat. The throat is physically a small so to say, straight straights between the mind and the heart. And that signifies that also spiritually there is this contraction, concealment that happens between the intellect, between, uh, between contemplation and between emotional excitement. In order to come from intellectually, intellectual contemplation to emotional excitement, there has to go through a concealment. And that concealment happens when the intellectual concept goes through this process of going through the concealment of the throat, which so to say, contracts that energy from the mind and allows it to come into the realm of, in, of emotions. And that's the b'chein, the, the, the conclusion from the intellectual contemplation, that conclusion which has, which has now left the realm of intellect and now can start to relate to the emotions. So only when you have the concealment of the higher power of the intellect can, can the emotions truly exist. The bottom of the page, Lamid Gimel. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teirer almost every week. And there you'll also find an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha and on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.